Good afternoon. Welcome to the Crypto Market Updates. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and across, swap across, across from me on the, on the pan, on the screen is Mark Magliocco from Swap Across. Right. Are we swapping across? Is that real swap across screens? You know, we haven't, I, I don't know how to do that, Mark. I don't have the technology for that, but I, I do want to note out, this is episode number 18 of the Crypto, Ooh, crypto well, Mark. You're, you're actually Crypto Mark, so we should make, we should correct it wrong. Uh, I want to mark my words. <laughs> That we're 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 going to come across correctly. Gosh, we could really work playing words here, Mark. We want to swap. Right. We don't want to mix words here, Mark. We don't want to swap any any proper words. But this is episode 12, eighteen. All discussions in this episode are for informational purposes only and should not mm -hmm. be relied upon as legal, business, investment, or tax advice. So, Mark, exactly. it is what day is it? Fourteenth of. Uh, we are in a cold snap up here in Calgary. What's what's the temperature down for you? I heard, yeah. I saw some pictures. It looked pretty cold. I'm not gonna lie. Not minus thirty, minus thirty-seven as we That's speak overnight. <laughs> Maybe uh, I think I'm it's not, warmed I'm up. Not, I'm not even sure. It is twenty-nine degrees today. Twenty-nine. So we're at exact opposite. We're minus twenty-eight Fahrenheit Celsius. But apparently at minus forty, they they even out. So minus right now we're 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 minus twenty-eight Celsius. So Mark, let's with no further mm -hmm. ado, let's uh, let's start looking. Let's look at. We are, we're here to talk about a little bit of the ETFs and uh, the Bitcoin ETF, but let's look at the price. Yeah. Let's see what happened over the look at the charts. Hours. Yeah, yeah, man. Look okay, at the let, me, uh, let me uh, share my screen here. Yeah. All right. There we go. You got me? I can see that perfectly. Yes. Candlestick right. Park used to be the San Francisco's uh, baseball diamond. Which? Candlestick Park. So we're looking oh, at candlestick the candlesticks. Park. Remind me of Candlestick right. Park, San Francisco. Uh, never stick to Giants baseball. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, you know, it kind of was a really, I think everyone was expecting the price of Bitcoin to really hype it up, right? But yeah, you know, on, on the news, but it does seem like very much a case of buy the rumors, sell the news to me. You know, if you look at like the rumors started back here, right back in like August of September, it was just the ETFs being approved. And then, you know, just see it ripping, ripping, ripping. And then <laughs> there was a lot of buy pressure last week, but it was also a lot of sell pressure. So someone definitely sold the news, um, which is pretty funny to me. But, I mean, I don't think, like, long-term it's going to have an impact. You, you know, it's just kind of consolidating. And I think, like, on the last podcast, I was saying, uh, you know, we're going to see a red candle here pretty soon because it was just, like, you know, just all this bullish momentum. That's right. And, That's uh, right. You know, so it is, it's not like a master red candle, but, you know, I think it's still got a little bit, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think I might, my, my, you know, what they were saying, interesting enough, and it, there was a lot of discussion pre the ETFs being uh, approved by the SEC. Um, there was a lot of discussion that there's a, most Bitcoin holders were in the red or black or so we're in the black, meaning people had bought at a price. Where today, you know, the average, it was, I don't know if it's the average or most people in, that were holding Bitcoin um, were, in the, were in the black. So meaning this could have been a trigger point. A lot of people do to, you know, to sell or sell off if they transferred over from, you know, the, I guess the grayscale and into the ETF. So it doesn't surprise me that there was people that said, hey, took this as an opportunity, as you said, sell the news. Um, let's take some off the table. And that, I think that's confirmed by if you look at the global, not the global, but the the total market cap of crypto mm -hmm. just before this was about 1.8 trillion. Now it's at 1.7. 
uh, if you go to if you go to coin market cap. So a little bit of money's been taken in, back into fiat or normal because that that's the full. That's all crypto. That's stable coins and so forth. So anyway, I'll let yep. you continue because not surprising yeah. where we're at today. No, I mean it's kind of yeah that really kind of sums it up. So I think uh, yeah I think you know long term still very bullish and whether people took some money off the table now or not but yeah i mean there's analysts that are calling for like they're, they're saying hundred thousand by the end of 2024 200 000 by the end of 2025 and these are like sure. i think it was like Citibank. like there was like big like these are you know analysts from they're not just like some random guy that's saying like oh i think bitcoin's gonna go up to 200 000 now it was like i can't remember which bank but there's a couple banks i was reading i'm like wow you know Citibank or whatever i can't remember which bank don't quote me on Citibank, but it was something like that and I was like, if, if they think that the price of Bitcoin is up, going up to 200000 by 2025, like, there's a good chance, you know? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, I think, like, it's going to consolidate probably by February, March. You'll see it back over 50000 No matter, Like, probably by February, I would say 50000 Um, At some point in February, we'll see it back over 50000 March, probably continuing on, hitting all-time high, would be my guess. And again... Not financial advice, just uh, my two bits on, uh, yeah. No, you, it's people. not two bits anymore. It's two Satoshis. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> two Satoshis. Two right. Satoshis. Your two yeah. bits worth, your two cents worth, or now your two Satoshis worth. So mm -hmm. I, you know, for me, it was, I, I, I don't know. It was, it was a bit ambivalent when I saw that it had come down. I was kind of like, that's happy. Kind of see, okay, there's, there's this new entrance. There's a huge amount of new entrance in the market because, Felt folks that were in BlackRock now suddenly, mm -hmm. you know, if they weren't trading the futures, the ETF futures or the Bitcoin futures before, they now have the opportunity to play in them almost a direct. Well, it is direct, right? It's a direct representation without holding Bitcoin. It's yep. the next best thing, as it, as I understand. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about playing futures, yeah, no, I'm saying if yeah. you if you own a BT a BTF. Well, they should call it oh. ETF. Is what they should. Yeah, you yeah okay, a, okay. Oh, if you own well, a BTC ETF. It's the next yeah. best thing, right? It's better than the future. Oh, it's essentially like, I mean, you don't actually, and someone had brought up a good point and they're saying like how these ETFs work is like the, the fund itself holds all the Bitcoin. Yes. So yes. it's not like you don't physically own any Bitcoin. You just invest your money into this fund, right. which then is holding the Bitcoin, right? So it's not yeah. like you actually hold any Bitcoin um, versus like, you know, if you went into DeFi or like actually went on, you know, an exchange like a crypto exchange bought bitcoin put the bitcoin in your that's wallet right. then you actually that's right. Bitcoin, right that's right yeah it's interesting so if you i, I know you got an article come some articles teed up but i'm looking back the, de the defining moment for the etfs was that lawsuit that grayscale filed filed against the 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 um sec the sec and in yeah. it, it they said like B B btc they were holding btc grayscale you know they yeah. they were holding B and they had a they were a discount a significant discount mm -hmm. from the market. It's because right. of this holdup, uh, because of the holdup with getting the ETF approved and so forth. So that's just interesting. They were they were a proximity like MicroStrategy. See one of your other ones. They just all they do is exist to hold crypto or Bitcoin. So they mm -hmm. should be you know their by extension their price or their value per share should be very similar to the, the Bitcoin price. And there's 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 been a prohibitively not prohibitively but there's been predominantly a discount for these companies who are predominantly holding uh, Bitcoin. So anyway. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. I mean, the, the micro strategy one's pretty fun. 
we'll get into that maybe. I was going to maybe start with the uh, ETF one, just since, you know, we're on the subject of ETFs, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, Bitcoin ETFs. And, like, the thing is, you know, I was expecting more, to be honest, that there was going to be more inflows. Because I think when they originally were talking about it, they're saying they were expecting 50 to 100 billion inflows into Bitcoin with the approval <laughs> yeah. of these spot ETFs. I don't know if they meant like immediately or whatever, but I mean, I think I, I read like BlackRock now is up to almost half of like 500 million around there worth of Bitcoin. Sure. And that's like over a few days. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of I was kind of expecting more, but I guess 4.5 billion to start. Not too bad. Um, Before you jump, I want to. So you just reminded me there was just towards the end of the last year there was a year in wrap ups and they were talking about some of the you know the the play up to what will happen when they get approved is now mm-hmm. you have 11, 11 companies major companies who've got the approval and so what's happened will happen in the months and, and days after months weeks whatever it is after will it be marketing marketing to the base like you and I have been following the the news for the last for a while. Um, for the last mm-hmm. year or two, and but others haven't. Like tradition, TradFi, traditional finance houses, they haven't. The trillions, like the people at Vanguard, that we're gonna we can talk. About, I don't know if you've got Vanguard teed up, but you know the ones that aren't allowed to get into crypto, they're gonna go. Hey, yeah, I'm kind of curious, right? The the crypto curious mm-hmm. will now have an opportunity. They don't have to take. They don't have to buy Bitcoin, and they can go to one of the eleven. And get an ETF and participate that way. I'm just so to me, it's like that. That mar- now the marketing starts. You know, the weddings happen. Now the honeymoon is. Let's pray this thing out to the traditional uh, finance houses or whoever. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. And that's actually a good segue into the next article. Which, what? Oh, uh, what the hell? You got the same. You got the same one. <laughs> that looks uh, like the exact same article, Mark. It is the exact same article. Oh, <laughs> uh, what happened? Oh, uh, sorry. So what were- it, the, the article I did want to show was, uh, it was, so basically they're just saying like um, how all, like now it's widely like readily available, all these ETFs. So you can yeah. buy it on like traditional brokers, right? So like Robinhood, Fidelity, That's TD right. Ameritrade. So you can actually go on all these and like good segue into what you were just saying about, you know, now it's like marketing to you know, the, the average traditional investor that potentially didn't, wasn't really invested or involved in Bitcoin before, but now it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's a one click on, on TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Charles Schwab, which Schwab was the other one. Um, yeah. There's a few there, like TD Ameritrade. Well, if you can find that article, because I, you know, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about the, the Bloomberg guys, uh, because it's kind of like they, they were the Bloomberg, Eric Balchunas, and I can't remember the other fellow, Eric, um, Eric Sainef or somebody, you know, they, they literally, they said this is now the opportunity for people that were on the sidelines or never were, were, were weren't sure. But the ETF, right. first of all, this is the unprecedented numbers of ETFs for one, you know, one sort of I guess com- like a commodity or whatever you want to call it. And this getting the ETFs, these all at eleven at once. He, you know, I, again, I'm not an ETF yeah, guy. It's massive, right? But it, there's there's rarely yeah. been that this much yeah. fanfare. And uh, so many come, so many players come to the table all at once for an ETF. So that that's mm-hmm. going to be that'll, as you mentioned, you know, the the Robin Hoods of the world. People are got those accounts. Suddenly, they're they're going to be, you know, the crypto curious. It'll be a lot easier to get to get participate in in the crypto oh, with less risk, I guess per se, per, per seemingly less risk. 
Right. For whatever reason, I don't know what's going on here, man. I just does not want to. <laughs> what is going on here? I don't oh, Mark, know. I don't I'm know the article you're talking about. Well, let's let's try to. Find, do you have another? You got the terror. Yeah, I got some more here. I don't know. I don't know what is going. Yeah, what's this? Is the article like? Why does it keep popping up this different thing? I don't understand. <laughs> okay, okay, so. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, that is the article. Okay, I guess this is it. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you can just let's go down. You, it's basically talking about like what is an ETF and how does it work. So maybe a good good article, but. So it's talking about where you can actually buy all these ETFs. So yeah. BlackRock, which is only listed on Fidelity, uh, Grayscale, which I mean that's an old one, so I don't even know whether you're doing that. But Arc was a good one. So look at Arcs. So it's on like you know Charles Schwab, Chase, E Trade, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, Webulls. So you can buy like you know even so on any of those traditional brokerage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, the name rings a bell. I haven't actually used it before. Well, but you know SoFi Stadium, right? That's the uh... I think it's in San Francisco, SoFi Stadium. SoFi was set mm-hmm. up, I think, to provide financing for university students or social, I think it was social finance house. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know about SoFi, or at least I'd heard about them the first time, was way back when I was in Qatar and the Qatar Investment Authority had put down 500, 500 million into that uh, SoFi. I don't know what that today, but SoFi Stadium, I believe it's one of the football stadiums in San Francisco, in the Bay Area. I, I'd have to confirm that. So. Interesting. Yeah, it's a good chunk of change by 100 mil. All right. Well, uh, continuing on, I guess we can uh, talk about MicroStrategy. So back to what you were saying, where, you know, like a lot of these companies were discounted. So <laughs> this is, I thought, was hilarious. Because, like, so MicroStrategy, which, you know, if you know Michael Saylor, he's like a Bitcoin, you know. Yeah. That's right. Maximalist. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can, like, look, the company now, just because it's, it's not realized gains, it's unrealized gains. Is yeah. worth one billion more than the actual company itself. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous, right? So the the Bitcoin. If you break up the company, if you break up the company, right? Yeah. You're gonna have a you're gonna have more than the value. It's stupid. The assets well, are worth more is. than they, the market got, cap. They, yeah, they got eight point seven billion worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. And I think like the real I can't remember the unrealized gains. Oh god, I, I read some, I don't think they have it in this article, but I read somewhere. Um as, I heard they were around nineteen thousand. See, these are one of the ones where they quote when they say what when people are in the black, right? Right. They were their average. I think their average price was somewhere around sixteen, seventeen thousand, which would have been a year ago. But like, because the guy was talking about how they bought, they showed. They, I think you can get the information. Their average price. Mm-hmm. You know, they bought early on in five, six, or whatever it was, or they bought in some at thirty, yeah, and some at fifteen, yeah. five, ten, whatever. I don't know if it goes into the, that article, but some of the guys. No, not, not in this. I, there was another, like another article I had, or maybe it was a Twitter or something. I can't remember. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a post that I saw about, I think they were up like, God, six, four, maybe it was like five billion or something, I think, like, or four billion was unrealized yeah. gains, something like that. But yeah, I just thought but it was funny know, though. Like, Company. I, I, now, just talking about that, the, the, when we talk about Bitcoin, right? And then that ETF, mm-hmm. they, they, the, the, the futures. Oh, they had go. approved the future. They had approved that. Its, Sorry? They're up, they're up 49% on its Bitcoin purchases to date. So half okay, of that, so yeah, they, so it's about 4 yeah. billion. Yeah, so half of that is uh, is gains, right? Which is crazy. So I was just saying, what the, I wanted to say about the, 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 the ruling, this is the whole d- dilemma with the SEC because 
Mm-hmm. The SEC was had already approved the the futures, you know, the the futures uh, ETF or whatever they call it, you know, Bitcoin futures, right? In 2021. Mm-hmm. So that was a dilemma yeah. they had. So you're, you're doing this, you, you're, you're messing the market. So if you read some of that liter- literature, they were literally within themselves. They they were they were uh, hypocrites, not hypocrites, but they were they were going against the rule of law, and, and they, they this politics was was caught up. So it was interesting to read some of the when when Gensler approved it. He, it was kind of like this moment of you know he come to uh, has it come you know come to fruition or what? Not fruition, but you know literally come called to, that he just said that he's admitted they're wrong, even if his own personal feelings were. He, he's still anti-crypto, right? He's still anti-Bitcoin, so. Yeah, I mean, these guys are just ridiculous. Just to me. And like, <laughs> uh, just, they, they okay, just, so what uh, else have you got? Mark, Terry Luna's back on. Didn't they have that big scandal? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, actually, all right, I'll, I'll end with that one. So I was going to say, this one I thought was interesting. So the NEAR Foundation, so NEAR protocol is a layer one. Yeah. And I was just kind of, you know, there's so many layer ones out there. And I, all right, when I, when I went further into the article, it's not like, Apparently they're not bankrupt. They're saying like you know they still got two hundred eighty-five mil in fiat and like one billion worth of near tokens, seventy million. So apparently they're not bankrupt, is what they're you know the article saying. They're just like redirecting their focus or whatever. But it just made me think like there's so many layer ones out there that like you know if no one's using them, if no one's building on them, you know yeah. kind of like like they're just kind of waiting around to you know become toast, right? So it's just. It's uh, it's very interesting. I think Nier's got like I can't remember if they're into like gaming or whatever, but and I think the problem is a lot of it with these layer ones, like if they're not EVM based, so like Ethereum based, they all kind of have their own code that developers need to learn to be able to code on those layer ones, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. a major deterrent from um, you know bringing community and bringing developers to the network, right? But anyway, I, th- I thought that was interesting. It was just kind anyway, of like going back to that, you know, last week, Mark, you know, I talked about the, one of the, the, you know, Bitcoin, one uh, providing Bitcoin, those, those, um, the, the, the ETFs, but on Bitcoin. I know you, NT, they're, uh, <laughs> yeah, gosh, I'm getting NT, NFTs for Bitcoin. Those, right. Um, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ordinals. Ordinals, right. So, I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's, there's, there sort of seems to be a, a, a camp. Focused on building mm-hmm. on the Bitcoin blockchain, and as you're right, it's, there's a lot of layer twos that are, are more functional, they're co- more cost effective. But mm-hmm. it seems like with the Lightning Network and some of the people building around Bitcoin, as the price goes up, and there was an article or I made reference to before, one of the VCs had said, he says, as the price goes up, there'll be more building on the, the you know, the, uh, the price of Bitcoin. There'd be more building right. infrastructure, the, the payment rails, allowing you know, uh, allowing you know things to be more efficient, more effective. So, uh, there's just yeah, that's I, interesting. Was, I mean, I'm I'm in the camp that I can never see Bitcoin, and it's just my own personal opinion, but I can never see it being used as a form of payment, at least in its current state. It's just it's too volatile. It's too there's too many like the network itself is super expensive to do any transactions on there. It's crazy. It's like yeah. But who knows? I mean, what the future. But the fraction side, see, the yeah. fractional side of it allows if you can, you know, for for minor payments, if you can do the 10, 10 decimals or whatever it is, right? You're, the fractional element of it is still worth making that trend. As long as, but the cost is prohib- if it's too prohibitive. In terms well, of that's the thing. thing. I mean, to do like a transaction on Bitcoin on the layer one Bitcoin networks, like a hundred bucks to do a transaction yeah. on there. So yeah. I mean, like, 
you know you're right but what, what are you not you're not going to buy a chocolate bar at the store and paying 100 bucks in fees right <laughs> like well no the article yeah. said they took, took ten thousand for those two pizzas i think it was ten thousand bitcoin that, that was the price oh right? yeah trading, god right yeah, if yeah, you think yeah, about it back in the day so. you're right all right yeah now worth like 400 million insane <laughs> anyway uh yeah that's uh so that's that one and the last one this guy good old doquan i was wondering what happened to him you know he was like he was kind of, remember, I don't know if you, if you remember, but he was doing like those Twitter kind of like live Twitter post feed stuff. And he was like egging on the regulators or law enforcement kind of shit, you know, like he can't catch me. And uh, then he got caught. But I don't remember that. I do remember he was, they couldn't catch him. They couldn't find him. So where is he now? Yeah, he was, but he? he was coming like live on Twitter spaces and stuff and like just like smack talking. Yeah. Um, But he was, uh, yeah. So anyway, he, it's funny, like he got arrested. He was in Montenegro, of all places, and he got arrested. But he must be like bribing them off because they were supposed to ex like extradite him, and then it got canceled. So now they're having like court without him, basically, um, and like trying him without him being there. And uh, now he's like, it's just like a whole, you know, geez, whole thing. Quan was arrested like, in you know, the Montenegro he's airport, guilty, right? What's that? So he, he was, they caught him at the Montenegro airport. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Att attempting to travel. That's in the Balkans, dogs. right? That's just down. What kind of innocent Yugoslav person does that, you know? Former Yugoslav, they, were part, they were part of the former Yugoslav Republic, uh, Montenegro. So interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. He's chosen to go there. All right. Yeah. So that's it for the articles. That's it um, for the articles. Yeah. A little light yeah. for the okay. week. I did manage to find two. Um, let me just find my screen here. Mm -hmm. I did manage to find two articles, two funding announcements, which um let's just start with here uh share that okay so mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. companies i found in, in basically oh. one in dubai well where's the powerpoint there's no powerpoint today no powerpoint today mark we are going with a <laughs> cold okay. notes cold yep, uh, cold's jo notes, joe's okay. notes so se uh dubai started to provide sellers of digital assets tokens and i I don't even know what RWAs are. Do you know what RWAs are? Real, real world assets. Real world assets. So it's like tokenizing real world assets. So like a house. The gamified. Like that, right? Okay. Hmm. This is back to that hybrid. Oh, no, that's not the same as the hybrids have in there. So real world assets. Okay. With a gamified marketplace they can use to sell. They raised 2.85 million. I think it was seed. And mm -hmm. I want to go to the article now. Let me see if I can find the article. Um, not that it's, I'll stop sharing that. So S O S A. S E. C-O-S-C. Let's see yeah. if I can find the article. Um, I hate this because it's not kind of what I want. No, it's not. It's not going to do it, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Mark, Mark my Howard. words. <laughs> I, I knew find that was going. Did, I knew was going. Did, that's all right. This that's is not. Game. This is not going to help. Okay, so that's S C. And then, the, but I like again. So you know, there's like seven. Well, don't you have the article right underneath? Isn't it like strict, strict, strictly VC? Isn't that the article? Oh, it's right here, Mark. I don't. I don't care what they say about you, Mark. <laughs> Google Ads, close I it. Park my words. Can you see it, right? Can you see it? Uh, oh, there it is. USA. there it is. The That's raise it. included 1.1 million seed and some yep. private. But I oh, like this basement DAO. Like, okay, yeah. I like to find out what basement DAO. But you and I talked about this. Like, you know, when I look at these funding announcements, you, if you drill down onto some oh. of these venture capital companies, right? They're yeah. investing in it's kind of latest edge, leading edge stuff, right? Volva SC is a one-stop mm -hmm. liquidity solution for sellers of digital assets, tokens, and real-world assets. Thank you, Mark. Sellers can create a customized gamified drop, such as a decentralized on-chain raffle, 
to effectively sell an asset above the current floor price. For buyers, raffles can include action-based entries where participation in the raffles is determined by comparing certain tasks. So, I mean, it's just people are getting so creative now, Mark. Yeah, it's just like, you know, how do you get people interested in your product, right? And that's kind of what it is, you know, but interesting. I'd be curious to check it out when it's ready. SC. So that's, yo, SC. Okay, so Man, that's, that's one. Like, that the just seems is... stupid to me. Like, that's such a hard name to remember, you know? Like, it's like two E's and S and two E's. Like, I'm going to forget that. Like, I want to be typing easy. in Oh, uh, you know what it could be? It could be pronounced easy. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. It's probably easy. Easy. Yeah, it's like, that's so easy to forget, though. Like, if you're, if you're doing a Google search. You just said it. It's easy to forget. Oh, that's it. It's easy to forget. Easy. Pontem. So, Pontem, don't pontificate over this one. But uh, a seven-year-old Singapore startup, Pontem, whose platform enables developers to build and test applications for blockchains like Aptos and Sui. I mean, lots of money behind those. These are layered to six million, Mark. And look at this. Shima for six million for speed, man. That's insane. And it's like, you know what? And Lightspeed, they're not traditional. The Pantera is a traditional yeah. blockchain, or you know, Aptos. Uh, Aptos I don't. I've never heard of Aptos. Have you heard of Aptos? Uh, it's a it's a later one blockchain network. Wintermute's uh, they're like market makers, but I guess they must be doing investing as well. Shima I've, I've seen no, no, Mark. I've seen I've seen mute Wintermute. Put your mute yeah. on, Mark. I don't want to hear about this Wintermute. I've seen them on a couple of capitals. Shima Capital. I've seen them on, and yeah, then of course same. Kraken Ventures. Right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. there's something there. If you bring in somebody like Lightspeed, who are not traditional VCs in the in crypto space. So let's take a quick look at the article. Web3 mm-hmm. developer of platform, Pontem raises six million to expand beyond Aptos and Sui. Have you yeah. heard of the Sui blockchain? Okay. Have you heard of it? Sui? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh that's a big money. It's backed by a lot of big VCs. Like uh, TradFi VCs too and stuff. It's okay. uh, it's got a lot of money behind it. I'm just not even going to go into the details because it's. I mean, six million is a lot of money. They can a lot of money to hire developers. They can play I around see. with that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so- the thing is, like, I wonder how these guys like how how these like these products make money, right? Because it's like they've got this suite of products for developers, but like, how do they actually make money? You know, unless they're going to launch a token or something. Who knows? Anyway, well, look. It says it says the fundraising allow follows Pontum's four million seed raise. So they've raised they've raised a total of ten million to date. What are they doing? Yeah. We're excited for the project as they enable mass adoption on next generation pl- blockchains. I mean, Pantera is excited mm-hmm. to be investing into Pontum and help fuel the move and Aptos ecosystem. We believe the team has been doing a tremendous job of building the necessary financial and technical infrastructure, technical infrastructure to bring consumer. This is it. Right. If you bring consumers mm-hmm. and developers to the decentralized web, so it's I guess well, just so in... that's what I was saying before because like Sui and Aptos have a different coding language, right? Than yeah, than EVM, so then Solidity. So it's like they must be trying to get people to be able to code on their network. I can't say, Mark. I mean, this is I mean, you really this is amazing. Like, there's so many people building, but who, who's using? Mm-hmm. And that, that's it, the mass adoption, right? I mean, the blockchain one, or the, the Bitcoin ETF is clear. You're just going to get people buying, you know, trading, and that's kind of normal TradFi. But let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's, before we end here, Mark, what's happening with Swap Across? What, what news can we bring to the market on that? Do you have any updates for the, the, the uh, two listeners? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, website coming out this week. And 
Yeah, otherwise, everything else to be announced, man. Stay tuned. Uh, the new logo is going to get the new website with Swap Across. Yeah. Uh, and you have to, so the tech, and Magnus hasn't been out there doing anything, anything exciting on the tech. We'll have to see another demo one of these days. Um, yeah, we've been working on some stuff. I mean, like social logins, <laughs> gasless, uh, gasless swaps and stuff like that, gasless transactions, but yep. nothing to, uh, nothing to share yet. So okay, but yeah, website first and foremost this week coming. Stay tuned. All right, Mark, have a great week. Let's, uh, right, next time ready for some net. We got to start fitness, fitness first, you know, fitness first, Mark. Fitness no first. All right. Next, next week. I promise. All right. Have a good All one. All right. Later, buddy. Hey, Mark. Bye.